Thank you for that. All right, let's go to uh, Philippians chapter number 2. Uh, also, if you'll find James 4 and 1 Peter 5. I'm going to give a lot of um, Scripture references tonight. Uh, I'll read them. I'll give the references so you can write them down. I'm not going to wait uh, for everyone to turn uh, to every single one of them. And so uh, it will, those will go fast, uh, and you'll just be able to write them down. Uh, this evening, uh, I know, like even this morning, somebody said, she's like, I can't follow you. You're going to too many verses or whatever. I said, you're just going to have to uh, watch it on the, uh, the stream and, uh, and get it all. And so sometimes I go really fast. Uh, if I didn't, um, every one of my messages would be two hours. Uh, and so uh, bear with me as we go through all that. We're going to be in Philippians 2. We'll read our text there. You can remain seated tonight. We'll begin reading in verse number 5. The Bible says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient uh, unto death, even the death of the cross. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless uh, this evening's message. Just thank you for uh, the folks that have come out tonight and their faithfulness. I pray that you bless them. Uh, be with all those who couldn't make it because of sickness. Give them grace and help. And help us from your word, please, in Jesus' name. Amen. As I mentioned this morning, tonight's uh, message is beyond humility. And I was thinking about... Um, humility uh, as a, um, a, a virtue, as an attribute. And um, if you were to, like, is there, you know, a five-step class that you could take so that in a week you'd have more humility, you know? Um, what, what can we do uh, to, to grow in humility? Uh, how do we get there? And, uh, and there just really isn't a five-step program or a 12-step program. There isn't anything that you can do, go watch on YouTube or read in a book, uh, that's going to make you more humble a week from now or a month from now. And it just got me thinking uh, about how do, we, how do we humble ourselves? Uh, how, do, how do we do that? And there are several occasions in the New Testament uh, where, where God tells us to do that. And, uh, and as I read them, I thought, well, it's just... Uh, normally, we're humbled by something else. Something is usually, uh, we're humbled, you know, um, uh, if you're, you know, playing basketball. Like one time, I had a guy just go right over the top of me and just dunk it. Legs went right over my head. <laughs> Boom, just dunk it and then hung on there, kind of kicked me a little bit uh, at, before he came down to the ground, and that was humbling. Uh, and uh, I wish I could do that, but uh, I'm not tall enough. Uh, but uh, so, so that was a humbling experience. Um, often you can think of uh, in your own life numbers of times perhaps where you, you've felt that. I'm not even talking about your pride being hurt because that's even something being, that's even different. Uh, but humbling ourselves. Uh, there are things that we can do, and I'll get into them here in a second, uh, that uh, are kind of postures of humility. Uh, or you can seem humble on the outside, uh, but uh, on the inside, you're not. For example, uh, you might say, you take the front seat in the car. You know, your bunch of people are going to go in, you sit in front. Uh, it's like, oh, how humble uh, that is. But you, but you know you want that seat. Uh, you're just, so you're, you're, 
you're expressing humility or uh, you are putting yourself in a lower spot like you think about uh, sitting at a table in Bible times. Uh, you don't go to the best seat of the table. You, you go somewhere else, have somebody invite you up uh, to, uh, to that head of the table. Uh, so we, we do things that might seem like they're humble things, uh, but deep down we might not be humble. It's just something that we're doing. Maybe it's a courtesy, uh, but, uh, but we want. We want to be first in line. We want to be shotgun in the car. Uh, we just, by nature, uh, we have this scarcity mindset that uh, we're just not going to get um, food at the potluck or uh, we're going to leave starving. How many have ever left Berean Baptist Church hungry after a food function? Uh, all right. If you if you are, you didn't eat. All right. There's always plenty. But every single time we have it, I'm concerned that we're going to have enough food. And uh, because I want I want everybody uh, to, uh, you know, to have some and, and, and then, you know, and it's ridiculous around here because we put takeout boxes uh, after uh, every single uh, event. Uh, and uh, I've, I've had so many people go, you know what, I've never been to a church uh, that has takeout boxes. I'm like, that's why ours is the best, uh, and, uh, but we enjoy that. So uh, our example uh, in, second, or excuse me, in Philippians chapter number 2 about humility um, primarily is Jesus, who we read about in our text, but there are a lot of verses that speak to his humility. And if you think about the words that were written here, uh, especially in verse number 8, it says, "...and being found in fashion as a man." Now, we know Jesus was born... Uh, the God-man was born to die. He was born uh, as our sacrificial lamb. He went to the cross of Calvary. Uh, But if you remember in the gospel stories, uh, the Garden of Gethsemane in particular, uh, where he was praying uh, and was um, uh, just drops of sweat, uh, in fact, uh, of blood uh, that were coming out, the stress and the strain uh, of the grief uh, that was involved in all of that. But what did he pray Uh, He prayed to the Father um, to have this cup removed from him. So he's praying uh, to his heavenly Father, have this cup removed. And then he says, not my will, uh, but thy will be done. So his response to obedience to his heavenly Father was a humbling of himself. Uh, He he, um, went to the cross, that's what it says. He humbled himself and became obedient Unto death, even the death of the cross. He prayed that it would be t- the cup taken away uh, in his humanity. Uh, he's praying that. He's the God man, 100% God, 100% man. Uh, and, uh, and he says, Take it away. God, of course, wasn't going to do that. And he did what his father, he humbled himself uh, and became obedient unto the cross. And that is an important distinction because most of the humbling that takes place in our life, even when the scriptures say to humble ourselves, is our response uh, to something that God is doing um, for us, not to us, or it could be something that's within the church, which we'll read in the book of James, uh, or something from without, like the church at Philippi, or the Christians that Peter uh, was writing to uh, in First Peter, which we're going to turn to. But just a couple of things. Again, you can write these down in Christ's earthly ministry. Um, those years, uh, we heard him say a number of things about um, serving and humility in Luke twenty two twenty seven, He says, For whether is greater, he that sitteth at meat or he that serveth, 
Is not he that sitteth at meat? But I am among you as he that serveth. So he says, who is great among you? The people who are working the table or the people sitting at the table? The God of heaven, uh, Jesus, uh, God in the flesh, said, I'm one that serves. Uh, he humbled himself uh, and took on the form of a servant uh, in verse number 7. In John 5, in verse 19, he says, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. And so uh, he, uh, he claimed uh, to those that he was teaching and uh, the followers of, of Christ uh, that he can do nothing but the Father bid him to do. Uh, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I see not mine own will, but the will of the Father which sent me. That's John 5. Um, he says, whatsoever and whosoever, rather, will be chief among you, let him be your servant, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Uh, I know it's like uh, that phrase, what would Jesus do, uh, that was so popular back in, uh, I guess, probably the 80s, 90s, uh, the bracelets and different stuff. If, if there was... Um, a work day, Jesus would go to it. <laughs> uh, if there was a, uh, you know, a, a cleanup after a potluck, he would, he would get involved. Um, he, wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't go, you know what, guys? Uh, I'm Jesus, and so I'm just going to sit this one out <laughs> uh, while, while you all work. He's just not going to do that. Uh, and uh, he'd, he'd, probably, he'd probably holler over to me, hey, Bob, put that cup of coffee down and help. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, and serve. You're a servant. I'm a servant. You're a servant. So he uh, uh, humbled himself, uh, and uh, he says, If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. So we can go on and on. Examples. Jesus, being a servant, ministering to people, we're supposed to be like Jesus. Uh, and uh, I saw a shirt the other day. It says, Jesus took naps. Uh, it says, be like Jesus. <laughs> uh, and uh, and it, he did. He took naps. Uh, but um, more than that, uh, we're supposed to, uh, to serve uh, in humility. Uh, so um, how do we do it? How do we get um, the humility that we need if we're supposed to humble ourselves? Now, turn over to James 4, uh, just briefly, in verse number 10. And we won't uh, get all of the verses kind of surrounding it, but it will help kind of bring this point home because there isn't a class. I can't say, okay, go this, this week, go home, study. Next Sunday, come back more humble. Um, because there just really isn't a process to do that. Humility is like faith uh, in, uh, in that it's, you know, as a, manif- as a manifestation of faith, uh, it's, it, humility is not an achievement. It's not something you can just do or something you can just B, uh, it is, it is um, something that God initiates, if I can just put it that way. It's something that he initiates in us. It's like patience. It's the trying of our faith worketh patience. You can ask God for patience uh, and you can pray for it, but you know that it's going to come through difficulties and things in life. Humility is kind of like that. Again, there's postures of, of, of that. And there's things that we can do uh, that, that I'll point out. Uh, but for the most part, it's something that we, we react to uh, as God does things uh, in our life. It's a, it's a proper God-given response 
to God Himself uh, and His glory and His purposes. So God, when He says to humble yourself, um, it, when He says it in these references, you'll see it's a response to something else is going on. In James 4, uh, verse 10, He says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. Earlier on, uh, in the book of James, uh, he asked the question, where uh, this fighting's coming, where's strife that's coming? And, and uh, they, the, the Christians that uh, they were writing to uh, were struggling with each other. Uh, there was fighting and quarrels that were going on amongst Christians. Uh, and uh, the thought is uh, that we are to humble ourselves, our response to the, to the problems and difficulties within the local church is to humble ourselves uh, to it. Um, that is a proper response. It isn't to fight. It isn't to take vengeance. It isn't to you know, uh, one-up the next guy. Uh, it isn't about being right. Uh, we know it's pride. only by pride comes contention. So when there's contention and strife, God says, you know, hey, a soft answer turns away wrath. Uh, or it's answer not a fool. Uh, does sometimes he says to answer a fool. Um, but uh, he says if you... Uh, you meddle in strife that doesn't belong to you, paraphrasing. It's like taking a dog uh, by its ears. Uh, you see, you know, this neighbor lady, she's got these pit bulls. She runs them around. I never go out there and go, ooh, <laughs> uh, to those pit bulls and grab them by the ears because you know what's going to happen? Uh, I'm going to get bit. And, uh, and every single time you deal with strife that doesn't belong to you, you run the risk. Uh, of, you know, uh, of it biting you. You ever get involved in something that wasn't your business and, and then it just all kinds of trouble? Yeah, all the time. I, I don't know how many times I've done that. Uh, and, uh, and so um, there's some wisdom uh, in not doing that. So in James, when he says to humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, uh, he is telling uh, them to do so as a response to the quarrels and the fight and the things that are happening inside uh, of, uh, of their body. And, it's, uh, and that is uh, what he means by humbling uh, yourselves. In uh, 1 Peter chapter number 5, in verse number 5, you'll turn there. This is one we quote uh, probably more than uh, the last one or the one from the book of Philippians. Um, and we usually quote the last part of it. But it says this in verse number 5 of 1 Peter uh, chapter number 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. All right? Uh, and uh, for God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace uh, to the humble. So we're told in Scripture um, to put on humility. In Colossians chapter number 3, uh, verse number 12 says, Put on therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, that lowliness of mind that's there, meekness and long-suffering. Meekness isn't weakness. Uh, It's uh, humility uh, is, um, uh, there's many ways that people define it, but it's a lowliness of mind. So we're supposed to put on, put off the old man and his deeds. Then there's all kinds of virtues that we're supposed to put on. One of them uh, is uh, humbleness of mind. Uh, and, And meekness is probably something we can more do, uh, as uh, uh, instead of uh, God, uh, I guess, uh, bringing it about to be clothed with humility uh, that we just read from 1 Peter 5.5. 5. Um, if you're clothed, uh, I remember <clears throat> it was uh, Dr. S.M. Davis and he was preaching uh, on uh, standards. 
uh, and, uh, and stuff. And uh, the whole beginning part of the message, and some of you heard me give this illustration, uh, he basically uh, talked about being clothed with righteousness, scriptures around that, and being clothed with humility. And everybody in the room by the time, so he took like 40 minutes explaining uh, how that takes place. As you're saved, uh, the righteousness of God is applied to you. You're clothed with humility. It's something that God uh, does. We're, not, we're trusting in Him. We have faith in Him, not in ourselves. We're dead, we're dead to ourselves and alive unto Christ. We're clothed with humility, he says. Uh, got everybody to agree. And so he said this. He says, so if you're clothed with righteousness and humility, then you're not going to have a problem with what I'm going to say next. And, uh, and everybody, you know, and then he just hammered them about some other, uh, some immodesty and some other stuff that was taking place. Uh, but, it, but it's true. If we're dead to self and we're clothed with righteousness and humility, uh, then we won't react or respond to things um, in, in certain ways because of those virtues that God has allowed or he has put into our life. So we're to put on humility. We're, we're clothed uh, with humility, uh, scriptures. And then he says we're supposed to walk with in humility. Um, Ephesians chapter number 4 in verses 1 and 2. He says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. Um, how I apply this to me, um, all of these, uh, as, a, as a pastor, I believe this. Scripturally, I believe there's no, no bigger, better job than being the pastor of a local New Testament church. Uh, I just believe God lays it out there. You, you, you desire the office of a bishop, you desire a good thing. To be called of God, to serve God uh, as a pastor, biblically, as a Christian, we look at that, there's, there's no higher office, uh, and, uh, and it's a wonderful blessing. I'm thankful to be a pastor. Um, but when, if I'm in a, a, a business meeting somewhere <clears throat> with CEOs and this and that or whatever, um, I, I, I never feel a sense of, I don't have a, a complex about being around them. Is everybody with me? Um, but I also don't like, you know, act or whatever like, like I'm something else because I'm not. Because God says when he, he reaches into his toolbox and he finds the simple and the base. Uh, so even though I'm called of God, I know where I came from. Uh, I'm thankful to be in the ministry. Uh, I'm a servant uh, I'm a saved sinner, uh, a minister uh, of the Lord, a bondservant of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I feel like I have, I have a proper uh, understanding of who I am in Christ as a, say, as a child of God. Uh, but um, I don't want, like somebody just the other day said, should I call you reverend? I said, absolutely not. Because reverend is a name for God. Well, like, what do you want me to call you? I said, call me anything but that. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't, but some people like Reverend, Doctor, you know, all this different stuff. Uh, I had uh, this one guy uh, who, he used to be a Baptist, and now he's a, uh, what is he now? He's been all kinds of stuff. So now I think he's Orthodox. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. But he wears a collar and everything else. And his email uh, handle is your eminence. And, uh, and um, I had, I changed mine on Google to um, 
your awesomeness. <laughs> uh, and because uh, uh, I wanted Siri to call me that. Uh, and so it'd be like, your awesomeness, your appointment ready, you know, whatever. But then I was in a meeting somewhere and I got, and I hadn't turned off, the volume was up. And so it was like, your, hey, your awesomeness. And my phone's calling out to me. People are like, what? And so I had, to, I had to change it. I had to change it. But he legit, it's like, wants people to refer to him as your eminence. And um, I just got a problem with that. Uh, and it's, uh, it's why, um, I, it's like, I think that, you should love me and esteem me highly in love for my work's sake and et cetera, all that. But, but I also need to be to the place where, where I feel like you shouldn't. And, uh, and so there's balance in all of that uh, <clears throat> when it comes to relationships and stuff. So lowliness of mind, uh, humbleness, walk in humility. I try to, um, uh, uh, to be a servant. Um, it's why... You know, I wait uh, in food lines and, and go later and other types of stuff. Other people like, no, go first. And so it's like everybody should want me to go first, but they should be glad that I want to go last. Does that make sense? So, so that's where um, uh, those uh, things uh, come into play. The results of humility uh, in our life that God works through, um, he regards it uh, as a wonderful thing. And, Psalm, and this is where I'm going to give you a bunch of references. Uh, so Psalm 138, verse number 6, Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, uh, but the proud he knoweth afar off. And so humility is regarded by God as something that he respects. Uh, he says, For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord, but to this man I will look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Uh, so as God uh, is looking uh, at our lives and he sees contrition, uh, or uh, we think of the Beatitudes being poor in spirit, um, uh, to, you know, when God sees our tears and he bottles them up uh, and uh, God sees that. Um, but he resists the proud. Um, it, when we feel like, uh, you know, look what God got when he got me. Uh, uh, that kind of attitude um, is just a stench, I believe, in the nostrils of God. Um, those who are humble are heard by God. Psalm 9 verse 12 says, When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Isaiah 10, verse number 17. And the light of Israel shall be for a fire, and his holy one for a flame, and it shall burn and devour his thorns and his briars in one day. Uh, and uh, we enjoy the presence of God in humility. Isaiah 57, verse number 15. For thus saith the high and lofty, one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Uh, and uh, so when you, uh, or you've heard, we sang that song, I Want That Mountain. We think of the victories and the mountains and the mountaintop experiences and, uh, and, uh, and all that we can do and accomplish and the, all the blessings. But the real blessings are in the valleys. Uh, it's in the valleys where, you know, all the vegetation and everything. You go up, you know, on one of these mountains, and there's nothing up there but snow and ice. It's sterile. Uh, and, um, and so it's in difficult times. That's why God tells us to be thankful for it. Uh, when bad things happen and uh, whatever, um, uh, it, is a, it is a privilege, a blessing as a Christian 
to go through those valleys knowing uh, that the Lord is right there. Though I walk through the valley, even the shadow of death, that God's presence is there uh, and that we can seek his face. Um, there's been much in the news about these revival meetings going on around the country, and, and I have opinions about all of that. Uh, but, um, but here's, uh, the, you don't have to go um, to a tent revival somewhere or a college campus to feel the presence of God. Um, in fact, if you can't find the presence of God in your prayer closet, I guarantee you, you ain't finding it uh, in, in some college somewhere. Um, and um, so I know people uh, get upset at preachers when they, um, and it isn't even, you know, if it isn't a Baptist thing, then it isn't real. It isn't that. It's that God does not accept everything that we offer to him in worship. And uh, so, uh, you know, they offered strange fire to God uh, and he didn't accept it, right? Uh, you know, they uh, come off the mountain, uh, Moses did, and, uh, and they, were, they were worshiping a golden calf and everything else. And, uh, and God says, it's the, it's the sound of war. And um, so we've got to be careful. Uh, I don't ever want to uh, pour fire uh, or flames or water, rather, uh, on somebody's excitement for God. Um, but, but I will if it's strange fire, uh, if, it's, if it's not right. And, um, and God, uh, God um, he, he loves uh, for us to be in His presence. He longs for us to be in His presence. And it's, it's humility uh, and contrition, a humble spirit that He will revive and uh, revive the hearts of the contrite ones. Uh, the Bible says in Job twenty two twenty nine, when men are cast down, then thou shalt say there is a lifting up, and he shall save the humble person. Uh, when there's when humility is present, uh, there is deliverance from God uh, that He says we can have. We've already read James four ten. We're lifted up uh, by the Lord. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. He will exalt you. Uh, it says elsewhere, uh, whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. So God exalts humility, not pride. That's why he tells us, you sit uh, at the, uh, the lowest part at the table, and then uh, somebody will bring you up. Uh, let uh, somebody else um, sing your praises, uh, if you will, uh, and not uh, your own. Uh, and uh, we are... Um, the Bible says in Luke 18, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Uh, the Bible says in Matthew 18, 4, Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest uh, in heaven. God views it and sees it, that humility in that way. We can receive uh, or be the recipients of more grace through humility. Uh, it says, He giveth grace unto the lowly. In Proverbs 3, verse number 34, James 4, 6 says, But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Um, uh, so uh, you think about it this way. God allows uh, in your life, ordains a trial. Uh, and you go through that trial, and God, you humble yourselves through that trial. Your response to it, uh, you know, uh, like Joe, naked came I into this world, and uh, and, uh, and where they would uh, they would with sackcloth and ashes, and they would humble themselves. There would be outward expressions of that humility. Uh, but when God, um, you know, remember I said Wednesday, we think people owe us everything, 
And um, why, don't, why don't you deserve, um, you know, you get sick and you're like, Lord, I don't deserve this. Well, why don't you deserve it? You know, why, why am I going through? Lord, it, it seems like I'm, you know, one step forward and two, two steps back. Why are you doing this to me? And if I was God, like, why can't, you know, because I want to. <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I mean, my response is, if I was God, would be pretty, uh, pretty short and to the point. Uh, but God can allow anything in our life. As we, as we humble ourselves through those difficult, those trials, whatever it is, whatever you want to put in that, um, God gives you more grace. So, you, by the way, there's manifold graces of God. There's grace in salvation. There's other graces. There's grace of giving. Uh, and uh, you can have more grace. Modern Christians would say um, that you can't. Um, God, God doesn't love you or doesn't whatever more than the next person. Just because you, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because they don't say it the right way. Just because you obey God, just because you obey the Bible doesn't mean that you love God more than I do or whatever. And, uh, but but here's, here's the deal. When you, when you obey God and you live for Him, uh, when you humble yourself in obedience to His Word, uh, then He gives you more grace. He resists uh, the proud. You know what's more arrogant and what's more proud uh, is someone who says they don't have to obey God. Um, God doesn't, doesn't want me to obey Him. And I'm like, where did you get that hall pass? Uh, because, because I don't see that anywhere in the Bible. Um, and uh, you have to obey him uh, as well. They're upheld in honor. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, but before honor is humility. A man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Proverbs 29, verse number 23. The previous one was Proverbs 18 and verse number 12. So for Christians, um, self-humbling is mainly responsive. Uh, it's not something that we can just up and do. Uh, we can't initiate humility. Uh, we don't get the credit for it. You know, we're talking about winning an award for humility and not being able to, to wear the button. Uh, and, um, but it's still no less active, uh, and, it's, and, and it's no less difficult, uh, but it's a, response to who, it's a response to who God is, when he is Lord of your life, if God ordains a trial, you say, God, thank you uh, for the trial. I don't understand all that I'm going through right now, but I know that you're in control. So you, you, you think to the sovereignty of God uh, and, and, uh, and that he is molding and shaping you uh, into the person that you need to be. He's not doing it to you. He's doing it for you. Uh, I know that's a subtle difference and it might be semantics, but, but that'll change your life. If you realize that God's not doing this to me, um, He is bringing me to an expected end. He knows my frame. Uh, he, he, he knows uh, you know, what I need before I even uh, ask Him for it. Uh, so it's a, re- it's a response to who God is. Uh, it's a response to what He has said uh, to me in His Word. Uh, it, is a, it is a response to what He is doing in the world. Uh, specifically, uh, as it comes to uh, me uh, or you bearing um, the inconveniences that life can bring uh, or the pain um, that we go through or the disappointment uh, that we experience um, in our own lives. Uh, so s- humbling ourselves, in essence, is gladly, uh, with the right spirit, gladly receiving uh, God's person, uh, His words, um, 
his acts in our life, uh, even when they're difficult and uncomfortable. Um, Jesus did it. He, he said, take this cup from me. Uh, and, uh, and, but, God, but he humbled himself and became obedient uh, to the cross. James, uh, the, the Corinthians in first, uh, you know, first Corinthians, uh, we read about that a moment ago. They did it uh, as a response. Humility uh, is, uh, is like faith uh, and it's something that we can't achieve, but it's something that we can certainly get from God. So uh, you say, Pastor, where are you, where are you getting at? With this passage, he says, let nothing be done in chapter number two, verse number three, let nothing be done through strife and vainglory, but lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Okay, that's what God wants to do. How can I do it? I can't just humble myself uh, and, um, and just be more humble tomorrow. Um, so maybe if humility, with humility comes more grace, with humility comes more of God's presence, more blessings. Uh, you know, um, the fervent prayer, the, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. There's much, a lot wrapped up in that verse. But God also says that he, he sees the tears and the contrition uh, and the lowliness uh, when we approach him. You know what? It's, it's, you can pray um, standing up, driving in your car. Um, you, can, you can do all those things. Uh, but um, there's just something about humbling ourselves uh, and, uh, and standing before him. Uh, so I, I mentioned um, uh, postures. Um, we can humble ourselves daily by getting into the Word of God. Um, many uh, who are working through the 90-day Bible reading challenge, um, it happens when you, when you decide um, to give up some of your creature comforts. Um, if, when you're doing that, you'll find you have less time for some of the other things that you enjoy. Uh, but you humble yourself, you put your flesh, another way, under subjection, uh, and then you, you put the, the time in and the effort in. So, so you can, um, even though humility is responsive in, in the, something we just can't do, uh, there are things that can help cultivate humility uh, in our life, in, in being in the Bible is the greatest way. You can humble um, uh, yourselves by obeying the Bible, God's Word. You can humble yourself uh, in prayer. Uh, you, can, you can humble yourself in fasting. Um, that, you know, that's something that most Christians don't like to hear about, uh, especially Baptists. And uh, I just went to a, a, a prayer and fasting conference where they, they fed us two meals a day uh, at the conference itself. And then afterwards, and somebody's like, uh, why are we eating at a prayer and fasting conference? And, uh, and they're like, well, yeah, I know, but, you know, we're Baptists. <laughs> so, uh, so you can fast after the conference is kind of what they, uh, what they were saying. So there are ways uh, that we can, we can be... Um, more prone to or, or more accepting of um, these things. And so it's really praying and saying, God, um, I need to be more humble. And then knowing that um, the way that that is going to happen is by God humbling you. Um, and, uh, and so when it shows up, and it can be everything from just you know, changing your tire uh, on the side of I-5 in, in pouring, pouring rain. Um, it, it could be, you know, um, 
you ever, you ever sit down somewhere for lunch, like not being in like high school or junior high school or whatever, even now, like Amy said the other day, it's like, I, I was at the, I went to the mall to do something and I, and she says, and I sat by myself in the food court like a loser. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so like eating by herself, whatever. And she just, you know, she just felt you know, like she didn't have any friends or whatever. So it could be something, you know, just the humility that comes from a perception uh, or what you think somebody uh, thinks of you. Um, and uh, or, um, you know, you do something, you make a decision, you stand up for Christ uh, at work and perhaps you're ridiculed and um, and. It, it, you might even suffer discrimination uh, or be looked over for a promotion uh, because of your stance. Uh, and instead of fighting, uh, maybe we humble ourselves uh, and, um, and we're more accepting of those things. I don't know how it is, uh, but all I do know uh, is that if I said to you, you know what, you know what you need? You need some humility. So go, go get you some. You're going to come back and be just as disappointed. Uh, and like, how did it go? Are you more humble this week? Yes, I'm the most humble ever. Uh, you know, and uh, there's nobody more humble uh, than me, uh, pastor uh, at Berean Baptist Church. Well, I'm glad you, you worked it all out. Um, but what it is, is just like, usually, um, it might even be me praying, it's like, Lord, humble them. And uh, because that's the only way we're going to get it. So when God, uh, when God allows for those things in our life, how we react to it uh, is part of the humbling ourselves. Because God, as we see those directives to do so, are attached to problems within, problems and persecution from without. The Lord himself, even humbling himself to obedience um, uh, to, uh, and going to the cross for our sins. So... Um, more humility is what we need. God says, if my people will humble themselves and pray uh, and, and seek my face. Uh, and by the way, um, revival, uh, scriptural revival looks like scriptural revival. And um, God's not spontaneously uh, breaking revival out in ways that are um, not acceptable to him. Uh, and, um, but you can't, if you say anything, people, uh, you know, you can't say anything about it and you can't put God in a box. Uh, I know, but I can put him uh, between uh, these covers and tell you right now that um, um, what, what's going on there uh, is, uh, is not what God says uh, is a result of revival. And, and so beware uh, of that <coughs> stuff that's going around. Let's all stand tonight. And, um, and our prayer, by way of invitation, I've given you a lot of scripture references. I hope you wrote some of those down. Uh, and I hope you understand that there's great blessing that comes with, uh, with lowliness of mind and humility in our life. Um, and that we just need to ask God to cultivate it. And we get into our prayer closet. We get in the word of God. Maybe we spend some time in fasting. We ask God for it. Uh, and, and maybe uh, the way that God, if we desire it, well, it's like we desire wisdom or other things. Um, uh, maybe it'll come in a way that's more palatable. I don't know. Uh, but oftentimes it comes through difficult situations. And, um, and that's why we call it a test. Maybe God's testing me. Yeah, it could be. 
Um, how you respond to it uh, will, uh, uh, will say a great deal about how you feel about the Lord. As the panel begins to play tonight, if God spoke in your heart, let's ask him uh, to help us uh, with, uh, with humility. I gave you the results of it and the blessings of it, uh, some examples of Christ himself and how he humbled uh, himself and how he served other people. And maybe, um, you know, I, there's, there's ta- I could come up to you and say, hey, would you, would you consider um, singing in the choir? Well, I don't have time for it. Or I can't this. Or, you know, or you don't, you don't want, it's, it's work. You know, you got to show up to practice and you just don't want to put in that time. And, um, and so it takes dying to self and humbling ourselves and coming out to practice. It could be serving in a Sunday school class or on a bus route. Or, um, we, just need to, we just need to be servants. We need to serve more. Serve each other. is going to come dismiss us in a word of prayer tonight uh, and then choir um, if you just make your way on up as quick as you can we'll go over uh, the number for this next week uh, and uh, and then there uh, will be practice again uh, at this next week as well so uh, so if you can get up here quicker you can the quicker we'll be done <laughs>